0: Three, two, one, let's, let's go. go! <laughs> who made this? Gold. <laughs> God made the yeah. I mean the rock, I get it. But like then God made the person who thought I need whiskey, I need gold. Uh what? Is that how it goes? Oh, it's so, heavy. so you can get a glass underneath it? Yeah. Now I'm pretty sure that's a two mica granite. that rock is definitely associated with some type of natural resource on the planet wherever this rock is from guaranteed one it's paraluminous meaning that the rock comes from a process where the crust gets super hot because of flat subduction when the subducting plate picks up and it gets real fast when subducting plates pick up in geologic time the subducting plate flattens and it creates this water reaction where the water changes the total the way the melting temperature and the melting point of the crust it totally changes that when it goes flat that's how that rock's made that's when that rock is made and because the the plate tectonics are so wide scale you see this rock like in western united states at that time you age date rocks across the western united states all paraluminous flat subducting like It's super widespread global event, like Western United States scale event. And then there's resources that are fractionating out of this rock. This is like the host rock. And then you'll get like pegmatites. You'll get these things that are full of lithium that we're looking for, the spodumene lithium. It's associated with that rock, man. That's paraluminous, flat subduction, I'm super hyped about this rock right now. I'm sorry for the tangent.
1: I actually bought this in California from a rock shop in California. What? And I'm wondering if it has some, I don't know, it's not maybe the right structure, but if this is some tourmaline in it as well. So, I'm not, yeah.
0: I can go with that. Let's call it tourmaline. I can totally I go with that. You got muscovite for sure.
1: I'm not a geologist by trade. I just oh, you're like not? pretty rocks.
0: Uh-huh. Well, I missed
1: my calling.
0: <laughs> then well I just you're like it a lot. <laughs> so I would say you're cooler than a geologist and most geologists because you actually love rocks. I do. There's I mean every geologist enjoys rocks, but there's really a small percentage of geologists that like actually love rocks like you grab a piece of tourmaline and it's like, this is like part of me. I want to sleep with this. You know what I mean?
1: I have a slight obsession.
0: (laughs) You understand what I'm saying?
1: I do. They're all over my house. My husband actually (laughs) carves stuff out of them for me. What? He he knows knows the way to my heart.
0: (laughs) Wow. That's like the the husband will never lose. He he just keeps working your rocks.
1: Absolutely. He's going to
0: stay in your heart forever. (laughs) That's that guy's got it figured out. Any problem? Like you're having a bad day, hand the rock over. It totally fixes it.
1: He epoxied a flower recently, and then he drilled a hole in a in a really pretty, just a standard rock, and then he put the flower in the rock. And he that was. Who is
0: this guy? I love this guy. I (laughs) want to hang out with this guy.
1: He's Uh, pretty fun.
0: Right on. Uh, Please introduce yourself and what you do for Geomark
1: yeah so i'm crystalline love i'm an account manager here that handles permian basin actually so um i've only been with Jumark for about a year and a half and i was Whoa. out of the industry for a couple of years my business my background is business um normally uh but about 12 years or so ago i got involved with um core analysis through my my weatherford labs experience and okay. i fell in love they found me in the in the rock room with all the clients. Most of the time, my boss would come in and and we'd be pouring over a core and I'd be going, what does this mean and what does this mean? The geologist doing the description was like-
0: Get at it. So into
1: it. And my boss was like, don't you have a job to do? Are
0: you gonna start filling this core description for me? Yeah. (laughs) Right on. Okay, so when you showed up at GeoMark a year and a half ago, And they said, Hey, we want, we need someone in the Permian. You knew kind of what you were coming into, but you didn't know everything about Geomark. What was it about the company that like really hit you? And like, you started seeing like the the value that was, that is Geomark and how you were going to start marketing this, how you were going to start speaking about Geomark. How did that kind of evolve?
1: So that's a great question. My initial response to Geomark was just because of their reputation. Geomark has been around for 30 years. Um, I mean, they're just, they do science right. And they're very, very reputable in regards to the integrity of their science. And there's no black box here. So we hand over all the raw data to our clients And if they know what to do with it great if they don't we have experts in house that will show them what to do with it and so that's that's been um their their lifeline for 30 years it's just good science and somebody who's willing to just keep their integrity as high as possible the whole time Um, Yeah, when we make a mistake, we own up to it. When we don't know what we're doing, we say we're not the right guys, you know, but it's super rare that that happens actually. We're like, we We don't know what to do with this because we have really, really great people. Um, And then as far as marketing in the Permian and how that sort of evolved, I mean, like I said, I'm not a geologist by background. I'm certainly not a geochemist by background. And when I worked at a a bigger lab, geochemistry was the one thing that I, couldn't quite wrap my head around. And so coming to work for a geochemistry company was very uh, intimidating to me. Wow, yeah, that Uh, would be. However, one one of our lead geochemists, Katie Donahue, said you make the money out of what comes out of the ground, and so that's what we analyze. It's fun right. looking at the rocks. It's awesome understanding the stratigraphy. You have to sure. understand how the two correlate and bridge the gap between oh, yeah. the rocks and the fluids. Oh yeah. However, you make the money out of what comes out of the ground. So that's, that's right. what we wanna look at. So and you're,
0: okay. Yeah. You guys are focusing on doing the chemistry of the brine, the water, and the oil and the gas
1: yep so we do we look at water oil and gas right on we have analytical services for the oil and the gas and um, we know exactly what we're looking at when we look at the water analysis that we get outsourced um and then yeah
0: man correlating all that giving Mm -hmm. it to the client and you have i mean the the map that's on the wall here at urtech it's incredible (laughs) you're looking at the glow you're looking at planet earth right it's It's all laid out it's like you know kind of Whatever its projection is, yes. but you're looking at this. You're looking at these data points, and you're going.
1: What does it all mean?
0: You guys have been doing yeah. this for thirty years, collecting yeah. that data, and then when you collect a new data set, you obviously integrate it into the rest mm-hmm. of the planet.
1: That's right. Yeah. For
0: a reference point. Yes. Of QCing the data of oh yeah. what, how it how it re- like what it relates to in other areas mm-hmm. that have been maybe more developed or less developed like. Mm-hmm. It's got to be, it's got to be interesting to hear from uh, from the operators, right? When you sit mm-hmm. down in a in a company's office and you're talking to them about what you provide with the data set they have, that's one thing. But when they're like, "Hey, we have new data for you," Geomark takes that in. Mm-hmm. It's all proprietary. You guys don't publicly sell this stuff, or do you?
1: So the the data comes to us in a couple of different ways, and I know this might. us down a bunny trail but we we do scrape for data we scrape all the public sites for data because we want to make sure that we have a good understanding of what what we don't have to but most of our data has come through data trades and so the the data is proprietary to geomark Um, you know obviously performed by either us or an operator and then traded or they go out of business and we buy it Um, yeah for instance we just bought old geochem labs so we are currently adding Thousands and thousands of new data points to the what? system, so, so that map is going to have to change for next year at Artec, we're going to have more,
0: more room. You got know, on the map. There's you not going to be shrink down the the spots. Yeah. Uh, so we so, we are.
1: It's mainly proprietary, but
0: okay. So the data that you you just acquired is that already ran with geochemical analysis? It's, yeah. So you're just plotting it on a map, plugging yes. it into the database. Or-
1: but the difference between just scraping that data or buying that data and plugging it into a map is that we know what we're looking at. We run the analysis in house. And so we know exactly what that data is meant to look like. So if we see something that looks funky on the data yeah, set, yeah, it gets kicked out or, um, Analyze, or we, whatever. we can we can flag it in some yeah. way, just making sure that we know that that data may not be exactly right. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it's 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 interesting because some people they just scrape the data and they plug it in and they're like, okay. And then the operator has to go and do all that hard work to try and figure out what's right and what's wrong. And, right. But we right. know what we're looking at. And we can yeah. plug it in regionally as well. So we know what the region is meant to look like. And if you give me a Wolf camp oil, I can tell you that it's a Wolf camp oil and you don't have to tell me where it came from. I can tell you where it came <laughs> from. So <laughs> it's kind of Right
0: nice. on. Yeah. Right on. Okay. So how does an operator take advantage? Not to say it that way, I guess, but but really the you have thirty years of history. You have this incredibly accurate QC relational database. That's uh, it's got Z access. You have depth tied to all these things. You have X Y yep. and depth. Yep. And I and so I'm an operator. I'm in the I'm in the state of Texas. I want the whole Texas database. Oh Lord. <laughs> access to GeoMarks data. A lot of data. <laughs> and I I just want to access it. When I get a property, yeah. when I get an opportunity to evaluate something, I wanna mm-hmm. I wanna open it up like a layer and start look is that is yeah. that how it works?
1: So, well, you're talking about exploration there, right? Yeah. So our data is relevant to every phase of the oil and gas lifecycle. I mean, all the way from exploration through development. Um, but in regards to exploration, that's exactly how it starts, right? You wanna know what you're looking at. Yeah. You wanna identify your region, you wanna yeah. know your your sandbox, yeah, and every that's data exactly point possible. What we can tell you um, is, I mean, what kind of oil are you going to be looking at here? It helps sure. you understand how it needs to be completed. Your spacing obviously. I mean, it just tells you everything that you need to know about that region. So, Maturity maps all the way through. Oh man. Yeah. So
0: can you license that data?
1: Yes. Okay. so you can buy it and license the data from us. Okay. Um, and it's a subscription like it other is. yeah, there's okay. there's a lot of other companies who do similar things. Okay, and so yeah. we sell it as a subscription. And we have people who have been in our database for almost thirty years. They've been working with us for that long.
0: Wow. I want those guys on the show. I want to know what they know. Wow. Okay. So
1: it's fun. Actually, we've got somebody stopping by. I'm hoping that she'll talk. Yes. (laughs) Let's get her on.
0: the. Yeah. I would love to talk to her about that. I want to know how, 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 how user friendly or usable all Um, that information is. How searchable is it like Google? you just like literally pop open a search box and I'm like, that, yeah. is that right? It's similar depth so you can look formation. by formation,
1: you can look by depth, you can look by maturity type even to a certain extent um, for for a lot of our data. And uh, we are actually upgrading our database to include a Spotfire overlay. Right so on. you start to see some of those industry standard maps that you can right pull and it just makes it a little easier. It's a better screening tool when you can do that and we're we're taking it a step further and that we would really like to see the data integrated i mean how beneficial would it be to see an api versus gor map right right and and those are those are great for the reservoir engineers to understand really what they're looking at there so um so trying to begin to integrate the data and speak to multiple um disciplines if you will so we're not just for geochemists anymore yeah um we're for reservoir engineers right we're for geologists yeah. we're for petrophysicists petrophysicists use our data all the time we actually had one standing man. over there just a minute ago talking to us about it so i mean we our application is for everybody it's not just geochemistry yeah. anymore
0: man right on thank you for joining the You're pbe working. podcast